Hello and welcome to Unwind Financial, where we talk about all things health and wealth to educate, inspire, and liberate. My name is John Savage, and today I'm going to be talking to you about gratitude, just about being thankful. And just want to share with you a little bit today. I'm going to read a scripture and just go over it, just something, just food for thought, food for your soul. Um, it's so important, as um, I'll be sharing uh, because the Lord has done so much for all of us that I just, we can't even thank him for it all. So, but before we get started real quick, and my wife isn't here with me right now, she'll be here in a little bit for us. We're going to be doing some other podcasts, but um, she is actually doing some ministry work with ladies right now um, downstairs in our office conference room. But anyway, um, I uh, miss her, of course. I always want to acknowledge my beautiful wife, Miss Leah Savage, Mrs. Leah Savage. All right, let's get started. Father, I just thank you right now for this opportunity to be able to to just be even feeling better after the last week and a half of being pretty drained and whatever reason and just um, dehydrated. I just want to thank you, Father, for being renewed, re rejuvenated and, and strengthened, Father, and just continue to protect me and my family and all of our families from allergies, from uh, pestilence from sickness, illness, and disease, even spirit of infirmity, Father. We just cast down all of those things, Father, and we just thank you for your word that heals us. You said you sent your word and healed us and delivered us from all destruction. And so even as we talk today, Father, we're going to see in your word how you healed a group of people, Father, from something that was destroying their bodies. We just thank you, Father, and thank you for giving us opportunity to just not only acknowledge you in all of our ways, according to Proverbs chapter 3, Father, 5 and 6, we just acknowledge you in all of our ways, Father. Without you, we are nothing. John said that I decrease that you must increase. So, Father, we decrease that you increase this day and every day of our lives, Father, that you would get the glory and that you would go before us, that you would lead us in the paths of righteousness for your namesake to protect us and to watch over us, that things may go well with us. So I thank you now for this opportunity to share this word today. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right, guys, so get started. So I want to share with you, I was just reading the scripture here earlier and uh, just really pondering this. So we're going to go to Luke chapter 17, this is in verses 11 through 19, okay? And right before that, in the beginning of um, Luke chapter 17, there was things talking about offenses coming. So Yeshua spoke on that, talking to his disciples and how offenses must come and just woe to those for when they come uh, because there's so many different things and situations that can happen. Won't get into that right now, but with offenses they can cause sickness they can cause illness they can cause disease they can draw a spirit of infirmity different situations offenses can just cause tons of stress that affects your body that tears your cells down that drains them and causes them to operate slower which affects your met metabolic processes and we have hundreds of them in our body so um, this is what proceeded before the next thing came um, when it's talking about the lepers so um, as Jesus went from one place <clears throat> and he's walking, it says, and it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. 
And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, because they were a distance, right? He was, they were sick, so they weren't getting close to anybody. Um, but they knew he was there. They knew Yeshua was there. And they were already waiting with expectation. With an expectation, they were waiting on that path. When he showed up, they were sure they were going to be there. <clears throat> so they said, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, in verse 14, go, shew yourselves unto the priest. And it, and it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. So Yeshua gave them an instruction, right? They followed that instruction and they started going to show themselves to the priests. Because see, what we need is a word from the Father. We just need a word many times. And as they went, by obeying his instruction, they were cleansed. Verse 15, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Think about this. He was a Samaritan. See, Yeshua, it didn't matter whether the person was Samaritan, uh, Greek, he was something else, Egyptian, whatever it may have been. He came for us all, regardless of nationality, regardless of whatever our, our family or traditions of our culture, our beliefs, our race, our sex. He came for us all, male and female, boy and girl. And Jesus answered, said, answer, Jesus answering, excuse me, said, were there, were there not 10 cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. So anyway, that's in Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. And so we, I look at that picture. Stop for a moment. Breathe in, take a deep breath. Hold it a few seconds and breathe out slowly for a few seconds. That cleanses our bodies. It cleanses our cells. I was just talking with another brother about that and, and just putting this in a, a, um, a healthy state <clears throat> in ketosis and cleansing carbon dioxide out of our cells and rejuvenating our cells and releasing natural vitamins and chemicals in this. And the reason I want you to stop for a moment and breathe, because we got to take in a moment of what the Father does every moment in our lives we breathe. We don't even realize how much he has done for us all. 
Some don't believe it. Many others do. <clears throat> but none of us can make it through one day without our, our processes in our body operating at a certain basic level. We are so intricate in the hand of the Father. And to see here what he did, think about having leprosy. This is something that's eating away at the flesh. Someone is decaying. They're literally slowly dying. They're diseased. They're contagious. They're uncomfortable. But yet, at his word, mixed with their faith, he granted them what they desire. And their desire was to be made whole. And Christ made them whole as they followed the instruction. But it doesn't stop there. There was one that came back. He was so filled of joy. He knew what he just been through. He knew what he had just been through. He knew what he had just experienced. And I'm sure with any of us never want to go back to something like that again, right? But what did he do with, he was filled with so much gratitude, such amazement. He had to turn and let the whole world know in the sound of his voice and Yeshua know, thank you, thank you, thank you. Whatever that moment looked like, he fell down on his face, on his knees. <clears throat> he gave God glory. He thanked Yeshua for what had happened. And then he told him, arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. The father just wants us to be well. And many of us, he's healed in so many ways, spiritually, emotionally, financially, physically, relationally, marriages he's healed. You know, there's moms and dads going through divorces or thinking about divorce. That's a very tough thing. Um, I've experienced that and it's a rough thing. It, you know, it affected me over my life. And, um, you know, it's, um, it's an amazing thing <clears throat> when we go through things. But when the father heals something, he restores something. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it when he heals you from the inside out, when he heals your physical body, when he heals your marriage, when he heals your relationship with your kids, when he heals your business, whatever that looks like, we have to give God praise. We must give him glory and thank him. We should not want to take the credit for ourselves. Many times people say they're self-made billionaires and self-made millionaires. The only problem I have with that is, where did all the materials come from? Where did all the, the knowledge that they gain come from? And more importantly, where did all the customers come from as well? Where did their gift come from? You see, we came into this world with nothing but what the Father gave us, and we'll take nothing with us. And when anything that we get extra, the things we have, the things we drive, the food we eat, the games we play, the places we can go, the animals we have, the friends we have, whatever that is, <clears throat> We don't do it by ourselves. We do it in community. And part of gratitude is to acknowledge that. In our nation now, we're dealing with and across the world, there's a lot of ingratitude. There's a lot of leaders who are in high positions and they think we work for them and we don't, uh, unfortunately. But it should be a collective thing. The leaders should be representing groups of people and what the people want and what the people need in their society. Wanting to make sure things run properly, things are smooth, we have the resources we need, 
um, the infrastructure we need, whatever that looks like. But when people are told what to do constantly, laws are made at night while everybody's sleeping, when buildings are shut down and people can't, quote, access those buildings, but those who have privilege, that is a problem. And, and I bring this up because we don't realize, you know, God created the good, even in the wicked for the day of evil. Because there's a time coming if we do wickedness and we want to do harm unto others throughout the world, we're going to have to pay a price. So it's better to repent. It's better to show gratitude and be thankful for what the Father has done in our life and the opportunities that we have and, and how he's brought us through so much um, than for us to think that we've done it by ourselves. Or when we know we didn't do it by ourselves and we can't come back and express our gratitude and thank others. That shows arrogancy and pride. And people in positions of authority and leadership, I'm just using this as an example. Christ humbled himself. Look, even then, he did not make himself a spectacle. Even though he's the one who could heal and deliver, he can call down a, a, a legion of angels, a million of angels, anything he wanted to do. He came here for a very specific purpose. He knew these human beings here on this earth, these fleshly bodies, were going to need a savior. And he was that savior. He became that sacrificial lamb. There are types and shadows before him that we see in others. But the Father sent Yeshua to be the example for us all in so many different situations. So I want to encourage you today about being, if you're a leader, if you're a politician, if you're a big techie, billionaire, multimillionaire, or a local business owner that's thriving and doing well, thank the people who helped you get there. Thank God for the opportunity to even be in a position you're in because it could have been somebody else. It could have easily been somebody else. In fact, there's people who were on the same path as each of you and some of them died through unfortunate circumstances, through some something happening for whatever reason. But we have to be thankful and remember that none of us get here by ourselves. None of us can make it by ourselves. We're not even clothed by ourselves. There's someone who went and worked through in shops to design our clothes, to sew our clothes, to get them done right, to, to test the sizes for men and women of all sizes and heights and shapes. All of those things, it takes a lot of work. And we have to recognize that we're, we're not here on this earth by ourselves. And we're not here to try and rule over and control people. Whatever position you find yourself in, just know that can also be taken away at any moment. So we need to express gratitude for what we have in our lives. Express gratitude for your children. Express gratitude for your wife. Express gratitude for your husband. Express gratitude for your siblings. Express gratitude for your friends who've been long suffering for those who may have been lying for whatever reason and dealing with lies. Um, have been dealing with lust and dealing with going through relationships or usury of people. There's so many different things each of us deal with. And yet the grace of God keeps us. The grace of God heals us. And because of his grace and his mercy, which is new every day, he saves us. So I just wanted to encourage you today that um, wherever you're at in life, whatever you're doing, 
Don't forget, when you're brought through something and you overcome sickness and disease, you overcome challenges, legal battles, uh, whatever it might be, dealing with the lockdowns and the mandates, and it may have affected your business or caused pressure, we must always be filled with gratitude. Even when it feels like, uh, I don't know what to do, I'm not seeing the light of day. It's coming. It's coming because the sun always rises again. Just like the moon rises every evening, the sun also rises. And the Father said, as long as the earth remains, there remains seed time and harvest. That means the sun's got to continue to go around and the moon's got to continue to go around. So we can have a, a balance in this life and this ecosystem. And I pray for anyone in the sound of my voice who does not know Jesus as his Lord and Savior or Yeshua, the Christ. Invite him into your heart today right where you're at. Just invite him into your heart, right where you're at. You can silently say a prayer. You can, you can go to someone and say, Hey, look, I want you to pray for me. You don't have to wait. And I say this all the time. You don't have to be at a church building. You don't have to go of a tent of meetings. You don't have to go to an altar. <clears throat> that altar is right there on the ground, right where you're standing, right where you're driving in the hotel room, wherever you're at, dinner table, wherever you're at, college, on the plane. The Lord is with you at that moment. He is omnipresent. He is everywhere. And he invites us. Jesus stands at the door and knocks, waiting to come in to our heart, to sup with you and you with him. So say this prayer after me. Father, I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins, Father, and taking them away as far as the east is from the west. Father, I just ask you to forgive me of any sins known and unknown. I lay them down at your feet. I thank you that I don't have to take them up again. I thank you that you died that I might have life and have it more abundantly to the full, and that you were seated on the right hand of the Father, Yeshua, right next to him. And because of the joy beyond the cross, you despise the shame for my sake, that I might have life, that I might be forgiven, that I might be cleansed of all my sins, that I might have new life with you. And Father, I confess, we confess any sins known and unknown before you. Take our filthy rags, all unrighteousness, Father, whether that may seem little for us or much. We ask you to take them, Father, and cast them as far as the east as the west, as your word says. And we invite you in our heart that you would save us, that we can know you intimately, and that we know we've been forgiven and that we are redeemed. And we're not under the curse of the law, but we're under the spirit of life, righteousness. We thank you, Father, that we are saved. We thank you that we are forgiven. And we thank you that you've made our spirit whole. And you are the light of men. And that light has given us life now. And we thank you that the angels rejoice in heaven, whether it's one soul or a million souls. The angels are rejoicing over every soul. So we thank you, Father. We rejoice. We glorify you and we say hallelujah 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless everybody here. Bless the, everyone the sound of my voice. Bless them and the work of their hands. Meet every need they have, Father. Meet every need their family member has or anybody they've been praying for for salvation. That your angels will be dispersed from the north, the south, the east, and the west. That you would send legions of angels to go search out any other souls in darkness right now, high and low. And that you would redeem them unto yourself. And that they will know you as Lord and Savior. And that they will confess Jesus is Lord. So we thank you, Father, for this opportunity now. We glorify you. We thank you for the technology to be able to do this, to reach the ends of the earth. We thank you for the, the Bibles that have been in print. And we thank you, most of all, for your word being written on our heart and on our minds. In Yeshua's name, hallelujah. Amen. All right, guys, until next time, God bless you. Heaven smile upon you. May the angels watch over and keep you and protect you. May you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit just come upon you, that he would fill you to overflowing, and that he would bless everything concerning you, that you would want for nothing because everything you have need of is in Yeshua HaMashiach, who is our intercessor. And just know that Alpha and Omega, our Heavenly Father, Yahweh, will never leave you nor forsake you. In every need that you have, whether it be food, finances, shelter, and most of all, spiritual food and support, he's got you. Until next time, thank you and unwind.